0: It all started when we bought a bunch of PlayStation 4s and now I might be marrying a couple that I've never met before. Uh, Good morning, Tyndale friends and family. My name is Nick and I am a student on the seminary side uh, studying in the clinical counseling program. I was asked to reflect and share on a practice that I've leaned into in this uh, disruptive season and maybe by mistake, uh, but I found it incredibly life-giving Uh, I found myself leaning into this practice of living missionally. Almost a year ago today, Premier Doug Ford announced that schools were gonna be closed for two weeks following March break. And I can still remember the ambitious youth pastor inside of me, ready to pounce on this opportunity. We quickly moved our programming online. We did daily devotionals to, to provide a lot of opportunity for our students to connect with one another, with our leaders to just go deeper in their walk with Jesus. I was so excited. And then as that two-week window kept moving, it just kept moving. And, And now a year later, those of us who are parents or work in some sort of student ministry could probably attest to the fact that this has been the longest two weeks of our life. We've all experienced it. And I'm confident that many of our speakers before me have talked about the disruptive nature of the pandemic. Uh, we know that so many of us have uh, experienced it uh, financially. The economy is feeling it. Uh, from a mental health standpoint, we kind of feel it there. And us as a spiritual community, we're seeing the, uh, the, 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 the difficulties we faced uh, as well in our own walks with Jesus and, and in our community as we observe each other. And in order to be truthful here, I, I, I want to openly acknowledge, I, I don't believe as I take uh, stock of, my, of the last year of my life, I, don't, I didn't feel like this was the most thriving I've ever felt with Jesus. Uh, I myself felt, felt the suffering. Uh, and, and so in no way, shape or form is this a uh, 2021 life hack to rejuvenate your walk with Jesus kind of message. In the season, there were three things that sort of emerged for me. Uh, learning to lament, Uh, leaning into community, and living on mission. Uh, This morning, I want to spend our time exploring that last piece, living on mission. And I want to apologize to my Anabaptist friends up front, uh, and you'll see why in a moment. Uh, Early into the lockdown, my friends and I all got a hold of some PlayStation 4s, and we all downloaded a game called Call of Duty Warzone. And boom, magically, we who were previously very busy with life Uh, We're instantly connected. Uh, Previous to to COVID, we would see each other a handful of times a year. And now, uh, weekly and much more frequently, we were catching up with each other, laughing and enjoying our relationship. And through a friend of a friend connection, we got connected to a couple that moved from the Durham region to Edmonton. And their names, Assassinator and Saventi. Now, I know their real names, but I think it's important that I call them by their gamer tags for the the purpose of this morning. This gamer couple became a regular part of our community, and I'm not kidding. We walked through uh, so many of life's challenges. We walked through marital struggle, we walked through unexpected health challenges, through episodes of depression, through starting new businesses. Everything that this life had to offer, uh, everything that this year had to offer, we experienced together. The group chat that organizes us uh, is, is filled with jokes, game updates, trash talk, but it also is home to the, to the worship song that gets posted that moved us in the week or, or a page from the book we've been reading that, that really is edifying or building us up or, or when difficult times happen, prayer requests get posted and, and we're encouraged that we're actually praying for one another. And all of this isn't without, with an agenda to try to make this a Christian group chat. It, it's just us trying to be our full selves with one another. Assassinator and Ceventi, uh, have, been have been are being discipled by a mutual friend of ours who isn't uh, playing with us regularly. But we as the community have been able to watch them invite God's wisdom into their relationship across a period of time now when you're playing these games they can be very intense they require a lot of communication a lot of alertness a lot of teamwork and in order to succeed you really have to be fully invested in the moment and one day when I'm gearing up to be fully invested in the moment and be a good teammate uh, assassinator drops this bomb on me and she says Hey, so we're thinking of coming back in the summer and we wanted to know, Nick, you're a pastor. Would you marry us this summer? And I couldn't believe what i had heard. I was overjoyed at the decision for them to get married and I was absolutely honored that they would ask me to perform their wedding. I was over the moon for them uh, from a friendship perspective and and it was a signal that the relationship that we were building online was a very real relationship. It wasn't second class and particularly for them when they moved out to Edmonton and didn't know anyone when they moved there, we became the first stop for community for them. Real meaningful relationships were formed uh, and we got to participate in that along the way. This was one of the cookie crumbs that signaled to, to me that there might be something significant and real happening here. I have a second story. I was playing with a, a Polynesian friend of mine. His name is Kelly. He lives in Hawaii. And this man is the walking gift of evangelism. Uh, He has this way of making people feel immediately comfortable when he's around. Uh, It's sort of like a superpower he has. Uh, He makes fun of himself. He makes a lot of jokes, but he will absolutely make fun of you. And for whatever reason, no one is ever offended. He just has this charm about him that when you get around him, you feel like you've been friends with him for years. It's very funny and very disarming. And so when we play we often stream online through a service called Twitch. Uh, and that way, anyone can kind of find us and hang out with us as we play. And one night, my friend Kelly, who's, who's pretty good at the game, he, he, uh, he, he kills someone in the game and the person gets upset. And they find his channel and show up in his channel. And the person that he killed, his, his username was TomBrady12. So TomBrady12 enters the chat and starts talking smack to my friend, Kelly. And again, Kelly, having the superpower he does, the spiritual gift that he does, uh, is very funny, makes fun of himself, makes fun of Tom Brady 12, disarms the situation, and a, and a connection and a relationship is actually formed. Two nights later, guess who we're playing Call of Duty with? Tom Brady 12. Now, I just want to kill this su- suspense. Uh, I have in fact confirmed this is not the real Tom Brady, but our friend who ends up being a salesman in Utah, uh, we we end up having such meaningful conversations through the game. Uh, To give you one example, again, this is so early on, two nights after meeting him, we're playing with Tom Brady 12, and Kelly, out of the blue, asked the question, Tom Brady 12, do you know what your purpose in life is? And I'm sitting here like, we just met this guy. Why are you going so deep so fast? But to my surprise, Tom Brady 12 actually opens up and starts to answer the question. And me and Kelly get to listen as this salesman from Utah articulates why he believes he exists on this earth and, and why he values life in general and some of the near-death experiences that led him to, to valuing his life and his time on this earth. This was a second cookie crumb that confirmed the fact that something valuable was actually transpiring online. Video games can be such an easy coping mechanism and a very big time waster, especially when you're in lockdown and there's nowhere to go and not much to do. But for many of us, it actually became a very real third place in a missional sense. It's where real community was formed and meaningful relationships were actually enjoyed. As believers, we believe God is still on the move and I I just want to encourage us in this way, if we keep our eyes open and our heart connected to God, we can see how God wants to continually reach people regardless of the circumstances. In Acts 8, we read of Saul's persecution of the church and by verse four of that chapter, we read, those who were scattered went about preaching the word. We know that when persecution hit the church, People got scattered and the kingdom went with the people. And now I just want to be absolutely clear. uh, The inconveniences we faced as a church were not at all persecution. Uh, We were not persecuted nor were we displaced from our homes. It was absolutely quite the opposite. But my point is this. Because of the indwelling of the Spirit, the kingdom of God lives inside of us wherever we go. So wherever we go, the kingdom is there also. For a year we were told to stay at home and we did, but it's a little bit more complicated than that. Many of us went deep into digital spaces and involved ourselves in digital communities. And we weren't persecuted, we weren't persecuted into them, but we were disrupted into them in some ways. And the truth remains, wherever we are, so the kingdom of God is also. Instead of physical marketplaces that Paul would have been in, now we find ourselves in digital spaces like Reddit and Call of Duty in the comment section of Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. And many of us have felt really disconnected in this season. Being in a a community like this, what I'm about to share isn't profoundly, or it's profound, but it's definitely not new. God is with you and nothing can separate you from his love. And, and if I could just offer one encouragement to us as a community in this time, it would be this, that we keep our eyes open for where the kingdom is actually at work around you. Imagine being a, a Christian in, in, in Acts, and when Saul is persecuting the church, you think to yourself, okay, let's just flee, let's get out of here. But when we get back to normal, when we get back to Jerusalem, that's when we'll pick up the things like living on mission and evangelism and all of those important things. Uh, it, when, it, when, when persecution hit the early church, the kingdom went with the people. That's just how it was. God is still God. God still wants to reach the lost. And we are still his ambassadors of reconciliation. And now because of this digital, now because of this disruption, a lot of us were driven into digital spaces. And for us, I think we need to remember that we don't get to turn off following Jesus when we flip open our phone. Think about my situation. What happens when Tom Brady 12 opens up about something going on in his life and now because we have our eyes open and our hearts connected to God, God drops a prophetic word or word of knowledge, wisdom, encouragement and then boom, a softened heart meets a loving Jesus. We cannot afford to neglect the digital spaces that we exist in. Uh, This is absolutely an arena that we need to continue to be followers of Jesus in. So much of the vibrancy of our faith is on the other side of actively walking with Jesus. Think about the Great Commission. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them, teaching them to obey, and then at the end, the promise. And behold, I am with you, always to the end of the age. Think about Elijah, who hears God, not in the wind, earthquake, or fire, but in the whisper. That happens right in the middle of him living obediently before God so in conclusion yes this this season has been really disruptive and and yes to lamenting yes to leaning into spiritual disciplines and communities and and the the yes that I would want to bring to us this morning is yes to living on mission still and I hope that this morning uh, will be catalytic to the Holy Spirit opening up our eyes to the new spaces that we actually exist in and would convict us not to push pause on representing Jesus when we're living in that space, especially in this disruptive season. So uh, if you'll afford me the opportunity to pray for us as a community, I would love to take that opportunity. Holy Spirit, I thank you for this. uh, I thank you for this season. Uh, It's come with so much um, joy and hardship and through all of it, we know that you're with us. Uh, even when it's been difficult at times to experience your your nearness. Father, I pray that in this time, you would open up our eyes and keep us deeply connected uh, to to your heart so that we could just continue to be ambassadors of reconciliation in these new digital spaces that might be brand new for us to be figuring out how we can walk this out and represent you in all of these ways. And so God, I just pray that you'd fill us with your spirit, wisdom, and open eyes. And I just ask this in in. In uh, in your name, amen, amen. Uh, Have a great morning and a great day. Uh, See you later, bye.